Aww. What's up? Band practice just got canceled. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, our guitar player. Hey, boys, totally forgot. It's my daughter's birthday. Like, how did... What? You, what? <sighs> oh, well. Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LeFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. There's so many, like, so many routines that everybody was settled into that are going to be hard to pick back up. You know what I mean? Like, I was, I was, uh, I saw my buddy over the weekend. He's like a big time gym rat. He's in the gym all the time, but doesn't have workout stuff at home. That's the difficulty. And, and, and won't, and doesn't want to buy it, wants to go to the gym, but he's like itching to get back. He's lost like 20 pounds of muscle. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like he's, he's no, he's a big, well-built dude. I like, I'm sure muscle memory and all that kind of stuff. When he gets back at it, he'll be fine. But um, a lot of those guys getting back into like, like to 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 maintain that mass you really it's it's a question of like yeah i don't know a lot of people are talking about putting on weight but there's i you know that's really tough i feel like that would be even more tough because the guy's used to putting the work in he mm-hmm. has no i he has no concern about working hard and you know building it up and it just literally can't and yeah. people are having a hard time getting workout gear now man i like i was i was surprised i found mine <laughs> the funny thing is i bought mine used off uh kijiji or marketplace or one of those and like three four days later i got this friggin job i think i've used the home gym like three four times <laughs> mm-hmm. like after doing what i do all day i have no interest in coming home and friggin lifting weights yeah, that's tough too. I mean, you're. I mean, at least it seems like what you're doing is a little bit more of like a full body thing. Like I, I had a buddy that worked on like an assembly line where like he and he was a big workout junkie, and it was a really difficult job that he was doing. But it was only it would only work like a very specific part of his body, and right. he's like, I have to work out because if I don't, like you know, like one, pop, one like, Popeye arm. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, I have no choice. But yeah, I, I, the gym stuff, man. Like, I have a gym membership. They stopped charging me once this all this thing went down, and I just don't see myself going back to it. Just there's a lot of people I saying that. To. Yeah, there's a lot of people saying that they won't go back to a gym when this is all over. Yeah, I want to. The gym that I go to is is just really really small. I, I don't see how any reality where we'd be able to do it. Like, it is going to be insane. It'll be like. Like I think you're gonna have to book, schedule times to go in. I would like, imagine book an so. Appointment yeah. And like, fuck that, man. Like, what's the yeah, point? How, how does? Yeah. How would that work? That's weird. I haven't really thought of that. But you'd have. Yeah. I guess you'd have to. They'd have to like have a group in and then disinfect everything and then have another group in or something like that. Yeah, so, like, to put it in perspective, like, my gym would be probably similar to, like, the size of your, almost like your living room, but, like, two stories. Okay. Do you oh, know what wow. I mean? So, yeah. like, two no, floors of your living room. It's very small. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, you can only get, like, maybe, I, I don't know, three people working out per floor <laughs> in a gym of a capacity of, like, over a thousand people. Like, I, I don't, yeah. I don't see it. 
No, me neither. So I'd be curious to see. I mean, you know, necessity is the mother of invention for sure. But like, no I, I don't know. Like they're going to have to jack up their their membership fees and it's it's going to be a mess. So you got to start doing the jail workout, man. Yeah. The, the what's his name? Br- Br- Bronson. Is that the guy's name? There was, have you ever heard of that one? No. Um, Char- Charles, Charles Bronson. Bronson? Yeah. Um, he, there's a famous workout that he did and he released it. Um, cause he, it's the prisoner work. That's what it is. The prisoner workout. Right. Yeah. Those guys, yeah. like they have to improvise big time. Like they, with, with how they, how they get exercise cause there's yeah. limited equipment and all that stuff. So that, yeah, there's a whole bunch of exercises that they make up while they're in there that, uh, keeps them in shape or whatever. Yeah. He's, he's, he did, it's called solitary fitness. And he just did like this. It's like body. There's other war- there's other workouts things too. Like there's this big community of o- online called um, it's like body weight fitness routines. So it's, and it uses no weights at all, sort of thing. You nothing. Just use yeah. yourself as weight. Pretty much. Like you need a little bit of gear, but like a lot of it is like 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 a chin up bar or something that you can use as a replacement for a chin up bar. And like you know they like these guys are they get into like those rings you know the, the, the olympic rings which is yeah. a little insane um oh i'm nowhere near that obviously but yeah you mean like the gymnastics rings exactly yeah that has got to be to me like <laughs> that the the, uh, the what do they call it the iron cross the one where they're on the bars and they're mm-hmm. holding it like, <laughs> like i just like are you fucking kidding me oh my god yeah like that is insane strength I feel like if I tried to do that, I'd shit my pants. I my foot, my fucking shoulders would fall out of the socket just be, just before I sharted. Like seriously, that is that is the most insane thing. It's true. Like in sport, in any sport, that what would be like the hardest thing to do? Like, would it be the Iron Cross? Would it be the like a triple Lutz in like figure skating? Demanding, yeah. You know what I mean? That's tough. I I feel like the like definitely. The the rings seem to be, as far as like like something that anyone could realistically try to do, you know. It's like no, I'm yes. not going to be able to go on the fucking pommel horse. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what the hell. Like those guys are flipping around like lunatics. Like the, obviously that's difficult, but like how would I know if I could do it? Like it take years. But, it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's not like it's funny. Like the Olympics has some sports where it's I, I would never take the time to watch that, but it's the Olympics, <laughs> so I'll watch it. You know what I mean? And gymnastics yeah. is what. Like if, if if just the annual <laughs> world gymnastics champions or championships were on, fuck that. But if the Olympics are on, it's like eh, okay, I'll watch it. They have those world championships every year. I'm pretty. Oh, yeah. sure for like all of that stuff and they don't even bother tele- televising it which is weird to me it never because, gets mentioned yeah because the olympics are so popular you'd think like people would but no like nobody pays attention to curling or whatever until it's the olympics <laughs> it's, and, it's true and then it's like, everything yeah like for some reason what's one of the winter olympics that i watch if it's on but i mean i never even hear of it what, what's it um what do they call it? It's a that combination cross country skiing and shooting. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if that's that. on in the Olympics, I'll watch it. But I completely forget about its existence unless it's on in the Olympics. Um, what is it called? Is it te- Telemark? Is that it? No, I don't know. No, no. It's um, Cody Cross. That doesn't sound. No. What is that called? <laughs> 
Um, well, that's going to drive me nuts. I hate I'll, that. I'll find it right now. I'm one of those people, too, that refuses to Google. Bi- biathlon. That's it. Yeah. I, yeah. That's the one. Are you one of those mm-hmm. people, too? Like, I, if, if there's something <laughs> I know I know it, but I can't remember it, I refuse to Google it. Oh, like I most people I are just a, like, oh, yeah, yeah, hang on, grab their phone and they've got the info like that. But I'll sit there and rack my brains for <laughs> hours. I'm like that with why. crosswords for sure. Yeah. Like if I'm doing a crossword, I ref- I will never cheat on it because there's no. Yeah. Nice. Here's, here's my my Saturday star is like my thing. Apparently, there's a whole community for this, too. Did you know that? I bet. I, like well, it's really good for you. Yeah. If people who yeah, but specifically go out and get the Toronto Star Saturday crossword. Mm. It's an expensive crossword. The paper's like over five bucks. Yeah, it's a monster, though. Um, uh, yeah, it is. I I'm I like this the stars crossword. Like they do a really good. They have a whole puzzle section, and then they have they have Sudoku and stuff too. And I li- I like doing those ones. And they have these giant Sudokus that are like six windows. You uh, know, man, I cannot do those things to save my yeah. life. I can't. They're just. It's a my, lot. E- it's a lot easier. Way. It's a lot easier than a crossword when you start. When you start to see what it is. Really. Like once you figure it out. Yeah. It's not a crosswords. Yeah. You can. You can actually finish a Sudoku no problem. Like it. It. The crossword is like, you know, if you don't know who played fucking, you know, Robin Williams's great uncle in Mork and Mindy. Like I know. I know, know what you mean. It's like I Jesus. Half of the stuff is like really dated, like a lot of the clues, you know, which is fine. Like they're going after their demo, but um, yeah, it's funny because uh, like I'll, I'll, I finish them half the time. I'd say that's like that's com- impressive com- though. Completely finish it, yeah. But I bet you about ten percent of those, there's one answer that's like wrong, guaranteed. Yeah. Where I'm pissed off and it's like, oh my fuck, there's two squares left, so I just jam random vowel, vowels in there <laughs> so I can look at it and go, done. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure bink flu is not an actual word, but it did fit, so we'll go with that. <laughs> so, uh, this is actually a pretty, pretty good news story, even though it's not really... Um, it's not going to have a huge impact, but I, I remember it being one of the issues with Hamilton is, is, uh, anytime I'd, I'd go downtown, draw, I'd drive downtown Hamilton, you would have to pay for parking with coins. Like, like there's, there's this, this specific area in Hamilton where like none of the parking meters or the, um, even the even the pay part where you get the ticket where you where you pr- yeah. put the money in the thing and put the ticket you can't even pay with a card at all for whatever reason. I hate those goddamn things. Yeah, why don't they open that up to debit? Like you either have to have a credit card or you have to have an obscene amount of coin in your coffee change holder in the car. It's crazy, and you just forget about it, right? And and um, so it looks like. Uh, Hamilton is moving towards a uh, a new system, which they, they're calling um, it's a, it's an app called Passport Parking, uh, and you can pay with your phone. So it's like uh, Presto sort of thing, like you prepay for yeah bus fare, Some, something similar to that. I, I've that actually, I, it's kind of frustrating, honestly. Like it's fine if it's in the city that you live in, for sure. But like I've had times where I went to I can't remember I think I was in Etobicoke at a restaurant in Etobicoke and I and they made me download this app to pay for parking 
and then I had to load like $20 minimum Are you onto serious? the app and I only needed like $4 worth of parking and I still they still have my like excess of $15 for you've got to be pissed. kidding me yeah it was such yeah. bullshit you know what I hate is when the, one of those coin machines, like where you got to have you had to put eight bucks worth of coin in there to get an hour, or whatever yeah. they charge. And then, like, has this happened to you where, you know, you're like, loony, 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 quarter, 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 dime, 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 dime. And like you've you've That's literally terrible. mined out the entire supply <laughs> of change you have. And then you get like close to the end. So if it's eight bucks, you get to seven seventy five and you slide in that last quarter and the machine won't take it. Has this happened to you? <laughs> For sure. And, yeah. and it doesn't it doesn't refund your change. So now you don't get a parking fee. Seven dollars and seventy five cents is gone. And you know that dick is going to come around and slap a ticket on the car the second you walk away. That drives me nuts. Oh, yeah. That's have you ever con- have you ever contested a parking ticket? Uh, I don't know. No, never. I never never have. I've contested a. I've contested a speeding ticket. Uh, Um, stop sign ticket. I contested and won. But a parking ticket. I wonder what the success rate is on that. Like, in my case, and this has happened to me a couple times. Like, can I go to the city and say, "Listen, your machine didn't work." I've left a note. I left a note on the dash once. That just said, "Sorry, machine wasn't working," and the fucker Mm -hmm. gave me a gave me a ticket anyway. That's insane. And I, I paid it just because I didn't feel like lining up downtown with, you know, 75 other angry guys who couldn't get the machine to work. There, there was an, uh, an app that I saw on Dragon's Den or Shark Tank or whatever, where you would basically take a picture of the front and back of your ticket and they would fight it automatically. Oh, really? Yeah, what's, it was a crazy what's dis- idea. What's distracting you? I got to know. Oh, it's just my cat. What's the cat doing now? It's just, it's so, I don't even really know. Like, if you're not paying attention to it, it just starts meowing at you. And then you look at it, and then it doesn't do anything. And it just keeps (laughs) crying. And, like, there's nothing. I have no no idea. It's, like, scratching at the wall. It's all over the place. By the way, uh, Chris and I are doing this thing solo for the first time, like, sans Mark, since I can remember. Holy shit, it's been a while. This, This is, like, OG Black Sheep Radio. It's been... It's been a really long time. Like it's it it has to like I don't know what at, at what episode Mark joined on full time. Me neither. It, at least it's been a couple months, and we've been doing it every day. So yeah, yeah. Like well, I mean, we're this is I mean today's episode is episode ninety nine. So holy crap! Tomorrow's a hundred. Tomorrow's a hundred. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. No, I I didn't even think of that. Holy shit. Yeah. Which is cool, right? Like I love that idea that it's become so automatic and that we've been doing it every that we it just like episode one hundred kind of just crept up on us. You know, I think when that's we a really got, neat thing. I know. Like I remember when we got to twenty or thirty, you were saying, you know, a lot of these don't make it that far. Uh oh, here comes the cat's bunghole right into the uh, picture, right? <laughs> Am I gonna your cat's bunghole always make yeah, here I can see her. She's lurking. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's lurking. Good lord. Definitely. Um yeah, no, it's pretty cool. I didn't I, you know, when we I when we started this, we've gone into this a billion times, but when we started this I never really knew what to expect and I and I didn't never expected that we were going to be able to ever do, get to this point where we're doing it every single day, and and that's pretty cool. Um, it is pretty cool, you know. What's wrong and, with uh, what's wrong with Marcus anyway? Did he say, or just not feeling well? No, he's not feeling good. Which is, you know, I, I mean, he's he's been 
like super super reliable like I, I don't know that he's missed a single episode that uh, when we've recorded so yeah it, it must be something I, I, I he never really did put, left the details but he's just not feeling great today I guess and yeah that's all a lot of the times you know this is our dainty way of saying Mark's got the shits or something <laughs> <laughs> his bath didn't take I don't know yeah. <laughs> he was listening to Kanye yesterday, which was pretty cool. He what? I thought that he was he was listening to Kanye West yesterday, which I thought was pretty cool. Because I, I guess like um, in our last discussion, we were talking about uh, with with Pauly, we were talking about like the best decades, and I'm a big proponent of that that one Kanye record. I think it's one of the best albums ever made, which is uh, my beautiful right. dark twisted fantasy. And he's he was listening to it yesterday, and he was really into it. I'm curious, like I, I'd li- like I'm gonna bring it up tomorrow um, because. I, I really want to get he, he it sounds like he genuinely liked it which is cool and I mean even if he didn't like it that's cool too but it's cool that when you when you try stuff that you never normally would you know true then I'm I'm curious to hear what he says didn't he uh, didn't uh, didn't Kanye announce his presidency uh, bid yesterday yeah I don't know what the hell that is like I, I honestly like again it's like it's one of those things where it's a little bit exa- like following the news has been exhausting yes um and so much of it is just complete bullshit and you don't know what to take seriously and you don't know what to not take seriously i've decided not to take the kanye west running for president <laughs> thing seriously careful uh, nobody you know took what I mean? nobody took the current guy very seriously either yeah like i i like when i think of that like when i think about like the kanye west for example like i just don't know how that works like isn't it isn't it you think it's too late that yeah, for him that, to join the race, right? Like that was I, the article. I, yeah, that's the article I was reading last night. It just said like, there's no way he could get in because you had to have a certain amount of signatures and blah 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 blah. And the, the election's like what four months away, five months away. Yeah, so like I, I heard something briefly, and I never really looked into it too much. But they say that like you could write him in on the ballot if you wanted to. Like if if he's not appearing on the ballot, you could just write Kanye West, and that counts as a vote for Kanye West. I don't really know. American politics is really weird. It is more specifically because like it's not really nationalized. Like it goes like by state by state. Like there's rules, and it's so like finicky that way. Yep. So I don't really, uh, I don't get it. And like th- that's the other thing too that I don't really get about it is like why like it's kind of a especially with the presidential race it's a winner take all system. So it's not like in Canada where like you know NDP still has some sort of authority even though they didn't come close to winning. Like right, it's it's a it's a strange situation. Can you imagine I if who his he... vice president's going to be? Kanye's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like who's he? Run, who would he be running with? Like that? That would be that would be insane. Drake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Imagine if people just wrote his name in there, like you were just saying, as a protest vote, and he woke up and went, "Wait a minute, what?" Is I mean, it's possible. Like, would, I, would he, he be he's bound? Got so much say. That's what. Well, that's what they. That's what I mean. That yeah, he would be. Um, that that's what they said about Trump. Like a lot of the earlier things about Trump is that Trump had no intention of winning the election. He he, he just, just wanted the publicity. His, he just wanted the publicity, and that that's that was the take that um, when when South Park um, did the, they did this whole season on on Trump, except it was Mr. Garrison. 
Okay. And uh, and he was just like say like Mr. Garrison was just saying shit to people and like like just talking out of his ass and everyone kept loving it. Like that was the bit, right? And he's just like, Ooh, fuck all these people too. Fuck you. And everyone's like, Yeah, fuck me. And then like <laughs> and then he would just woke up and he was president and he's like, Oh no. And just like didn't he's like I don't want to be president at all and that's what that was the that was the the initial take that that Trump had no intention of being president and like when you look at him if you if you ever watch the videos of him learning that he was president he's like white as a fucking ghost so it's like you know who knows Kanye could wake up but but Kanye's you know he probably believes that he should be president like that guy's like starting his own like like Christian cult at this point right so oh yeah isn't he running on a like. The, the part of the story was the name that he was running under. Oh no! And it, was, it wasn't just it wasn't just Kanye West. It was like some ridiculous. I, I got to look that up. Yeah. While, while I am, uh, the other big story. Well, many big stories yesterday, but uh, in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes, a five, mm. a ten-year, five hundred three million dollar contract. That's a yeah. half a billion dollars. It's the richest sport contract ever handed out, yeah. like by a long shot. The biggest one was, I think it was Mike Trout, uh, baseball. Uh, he got four hundred and twenty-six million. So this eclipses that by a significant amount, fifty million dollars a year. And here's the thing: like with baseball, they're playing what one hundred and sixty something games. Football, sixteen games. Yeah, fifty million dollars. Yeah, it's wild. Like I don't. So I'm. I mean, we've we've gone over this a bunch. I, I I've never. I, I don't know the intricacies of certain. Like I obviously know how the game of football works, and I know how important the quarterback is. But like you know, with with sports, there's there's salary caps and and all that shit. And and I just don't. I I can't really make a judgment on whether or not it's a good deal. Like I mean, Patrick Mahomes. I watched the Super Bowl. And he, even the last, even last year's NFL playoffs, like I feel like he wasn't he the star of the last two years, even, oh, yeah. even though he didn't make it to the final. He was one of the most exciting quarterbacks I've ever seen. Um, he, even when guy, he lost, this guy will if he continues to play the way he is, he'll own every major quarterback record there is by the time he retires. He's really good, but. The, the notion of a half a billion dollars to play football for 10 years is just, that's insane. Mm-hmm. That's it just insane. shows how much money they make. It's crazy in, in, in football, like the NFL specifically. The NFL you know? is, yeah, it's a juggernaut, man. Like, I, none, of, none of the other professional sports league, in North America anyway, like I suppose soccer in Europe is every bit as big and lucrative, but no other North American spo- sport even comes close to the NFL, like not no. even close. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, his annual salary, $50 million has got, I, I'd be curious. I'm not entirely sure, but I think that would be more than the, the payroll for all of the CFL or very close. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. So this, this, the, the Patrick Mahomes thing, some of the headlines that I saw coming out of that was that it, it is 
the biggest it's officially the biggest yeah. sports contract in history so yep. that yeah bigger than bigger than than football or like english like soccer yeah um and i think the, the second place was the mike trout con- contract that just yeah that was just signed yeah it was like 426 or something like that exactly yes yeah spot on yeah um i could you take it i mean i I'd have a good I have a hard time in good conscience taking that much money to play a sport <laughs> like seriously it's tough to How? say man like I he, he I I'm all for I, I'm all for paying the players like what they're worth like like at the end of the day like sure there's a lot of other things that teams have to worry about but um it's it's you're you're only as successful as the players that you have on your team and 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 you know he already won 500 million dollars for 10 years he never has to worry about it again nope. yeah I, i'm i'm all for that it'll be interesting to see how it Im- impacts like that's that's the next step right it's like congratulations you made it like where do you go from here so like his, that, his, that's the interesting one the rookie contract that he was on, he was getting paid. So last of the first two seasons of his career, he was getting paid $825,000 a season. He, hmm. and now he goes to 50 million. Like that's, a, that's quite the, that's quite the raise. That's a pretty decent bump. But you think yeah. about it, you know, you see the 50 million and you go, Oh my God, he was only making 825, but $825,000 a year is a fuck ton of money, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. He just of cash. really does seem like he just really does seem like a guy that you should bet on. Like, yeah, there's like the, it. It's not as if like what, what was the what's the other one the, the the comparable that that a lot of people were making. Isn't there isn't there something going on with like the Cowboys? There's the player on the Cowboys, Dak Prescott. It's yeah, Dak their quarterback. Prescott. So I feel like that's a much more of a question mark just because you know he he's he's a good player but he hasn't necessarily shown the resilience that that Mahomes has you know like didn't wasn't Mahomes injured at one point like he got like yeah this he, past he, this past year yeah. he was out for a couple games with a he uh, dislocated his kneecap Ugh. I know right Ugh. god that, I know just thinking about that like thinking about your kneecap sliding out. <laughs> mm. <laughs> right? Fucking football, man. I know. But he's young. He's back on the field in like three, four weeks, which is insane. Freak. Which is just insane. And he's not a douchebag either. Like, there's nothing. Tom Brady is a douchebag. <laughs> I can't stand Tom yeah. Brady. His public persona is just, I can't stand him. But there's nothing to not like about Pat Mahomes. He's, he's a likable guy. Well, what's funny is like I actually listened to uh, th- there's a really good interview with Tom Brady on Howard Stern, um, and and yeah. it re- it completely shifted my opinion of Tom Brady. Like I it like I didn't I'm like oh this guy's a douchebag whatever he's completely out of touch, but like when I heard him talk maybe he's just so he's just so polished like like with the media. And like he just pulled yep. one over on me, but like I don't know, I got a lot of respect for the guy, honestly. Like I, I his his uh, so do I his commitment, yeah. So his, do I. His but commitment I still to hate the him. sport, yeah, for sure. <laughs> his commitment to the sport, like like how it's kind of like that Kobe Bryant shit. Like everybody 
hated Cody, Kobe Bryant because all he would do was just dunk on your favorite players. But like once he retired, everyone finally had this like I the or jo- or Michael Jordan. You know, he was a really divisive guy, even though he he sold a lot of tickets. Like. Well, that Netflix you know. thing has done a lot for his public image. That's for sure. Like, yeah. I, I, I didn't want. What was it called? Last Dance. Yeah. Um, I didn't insane. watch it, but, but a lot of people who I know did said that they, yeah, they they saw the guy in a whole new light, and he just he was not. He wasn't in it for the. He's not like LeBron James. Like LeBron James is very political and speaks mm-hmm. out against things. And Jordan was just about playing basketball. That's it. He had yeah. no interest in being a public figure. He just wanted to play basketball. Yeah, I, I, I like both approaches. I respect both both approaches. Like it's you don't. My, Michael Jordan's thing is is you know. I all I do is play basketball. Why mm. the fuck do you need my opinion on who should be president? Like I am not qualified to make that call. Like talk about other people. Like like talk to people who know about that shit. And like yeah. I love that. Like it's it's it makes a lot of sense. You know, mm. like people will give him shit on like calling it a cop out. But it's like you know, not everybody has to have like this big stance on things, um, especially if they don't feel like they're qualified. But like also LeBron, like I like the on the other side. Like I like LeBron you know, speaking up for, for his community and, and, and people that don't have a, necessarily have a voice or have the influence that he has. It's, it's pretty cool. So yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to see how, how, uh, like, I mean, granted there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of really brutal athletes who have really uninformed or musicians <laughs> or whatever that have really uninformed opinions on things like, um, do you remember that guy B.O.B., the rapper? Have no. you ever heard of that guy? No. Um, shoot, uh, fight. He, he, did, he was really big for this song called Fireflies. Okay. Um, I think that's what it was called. Um, anyways, this was one of the... I remember this was one of the first instances of, of Twitter kind of... I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say cancel culture because it, it, it's not quite that. But, you know, somebody's Twitter persona getting them in trouble. And all he did, he just like, for whatever reason, he started turning into like this flat earth, like truther person. And like his whole like, like, pers- like online thing was all about like, know the truth about flat earth. And everyone's, and this was like way before anybody was like, it was like this mainstream thing. Everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Airplanes is his big song. I don't know anything about, I don't know much about Flat Earth, but is is like, so are there people on the underside of Flat Earth or are we just on top? That's a great question. I, I, I don't know. I haven't really, I haven't really dove too far into that. Like basically the idea is that they're saying is that like, there's like a conspiracy from like Na- it's like a NASA conspiracy. It's essentially like an anti-science argument, right? So like it's an anti-logic you- argument is yeah. what it is. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, it just doesn't make like they're saying that's like I, I don't I don't really understand what the, what the what the argument is. Like after all this time in human history, and with uh, what eight billion of us now on the planet, nobody's ever gotten to the end. Can yeah, someone exp- can someone explain that to me from the flat Earth? Is it, is I it I, are these people serious? I've always essentially like, what they're saying is that there's like a there's like an ice wall 
that that circles around the whole thing that prevents you from going over the end. I think that's what they say. So where it, where where is the wall? Like where's the pictures of said wall? I don't know. I, I think <laughs> I think they look at like icebergs as like that. I, I I honestly, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous, and it's like the whole thing. I think is under the principle that like if I can't see it with my own two eyes then I shouldn't believe it. So it's like the idea is like taking trust. Like you don't trust anything that you can't see yourself. So you look out the window and you're like, Oh, everything looks flat. I I can see, I can see like, you know, a a, a ship traveling miles and miles out to sea. And it's flat. That's the one argument out of the whole thing that I've heard where I'm like, actually that kind of makes sense. But I'm still, you know what I mean? It's weird. I mean, it's just bizarre, but like, yeah. Like, how do you see from that far away sort of thing? I I forget what it is. It's, it's, yeah, if you're on a boat and you're out to sea and you're approaching the shore, there are points on the horizon that you should not be able to see if the earth Mm. was round, I think, is the argument or something to that effect. Yeah, exactly. It's It's a little strange. Um. So are any of these, I'm, I'm assuming that all flat earthers are also, also atheists. I mean, they must be. No, I, I, I don't know because, because wasn't, um, okay, I so mean, wait a minute. it wouldn't, it wouldn't, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if a lot of them are, are, are like fundamentalist Christians to be perfectly honest. Like I, okay. it, there's a lot of, there's a lot of crossover there. So how is it then you can say if I won't believe in it if I can't see it with my own two eyes and then go to church? Can there's someone no, explain there's no that logic, to me? There's no logic to it. Like, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I, I, it's fucking weird, man. It's <laughs> like there, there's, a, there's a lot of, um, I think, I think some of the, a lot of the people that, that are on the forefront of this, uh, like the flat earth community. I, I don't necessarily think they even believe it themselves. I think it's just like a niche that they've found success in. It's kind of like they're opportunists and, and you know, I'm going to be, I'm some like uh, some good looking girl. And I, and I found this niche that people <laughs> that that's a majority of them are nerds and, and basement dwellers. And they're, they're just going to fucking, you know, watch my YouTube videos peddling pseudoscience bullshit. But like, and, oh, so you know, this it, is this is your in to fame, is what you're saying? Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of that. I, I feel like there's a lot of that too in in a lot of like the Trump stuff or or the the heavily like de- Democrat stuff. It's like, you know, they're just like opportunists. Like they just like find this niche that not a lot of people are talking about. There's the other. There's other. There's a lot of stuff. Like I've been watching stuff. Like somebody in the other day shared like a like this doctor who's like anti-mask, like anti-face mask. And there's this whole community He's of doctors. A doctor? Yeah. There's all this whole community of doctors who are saying that like, um, and they're all like kind of quacks. Like it, it doesn't really like, I, I, I genuinely watched it and like fact checked it and stuff. And there's really not a whole lot. And they're saying that like, you know, cloth masks are, are, are designed to, to limit the oxygen to your brain. There's like this conspiracy to limit the oxygen to your brain and, and, and not make you think clearly. And, and it's a conspiracy to, to what was it? To see how um, obedient the population is. 
Like that's well, what it is. Okay, so th- that part of things, I I don't necessarily believe in the conspiracy that this is just an exercise in population control, but I can yeah. see I can see how it's possible. I yeah, don't but know, it just doesn't seem. Like I, the thing is, it's just so, like, it's so above and be like. There's so many other things that you can do to see how obedient people are. Like to for to legislate face masks seems like really above and beyond. Like oh, I don't, I don't that, mean like just the face masks. I mean the whole the whole thing. Oh, the whole okay, yeah, COVID yeah. That, okay, that's that's a little bit different for sure. The, the um, stay at home, the restrictions on how many people can go where. Um, certain countries using cell phones to track people to see if people yeah, who are infected are going stuff. out. And about. That is kind of scary, is it not? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. There's no question about that. I mean, Edward Snowden was saying he's like, you know, the technology that we invent to track coronavirus is going to outlive coronavirus. Right. No so, doubt. you know, I, I was reading this one thing where um, and it's legit. Like, if I don't know. What kind of phone do you have? Samsung. So it's it's a, it's a Google phone basically, right? Yeah. So so essentially, what they've been doing is is Google put, and they didn't really tell anybody about this, to be honest. I because I, I, it caught me off guard, but they install as part of your Google software like a tracking app for specifically for COVID nineteen. So yeah, yeah. If you can go in and you can turn it off if you wanted to, but but the idea, but they you don't have the option. They don't present you with the option. They just disguise it as an update. And the idea is that, and I don't know if this is necessarily just in Canada or whatever, but the idea is, is that if you come in contact with somebody who has been um, diagnosed with COVID-19, that, like, or if somebody's COVID, diagnosed with COVID-19, they'll use that person's cell phone, track where they've been, and, and, use other people's phones also and then send you an alert saying you were in contact with this person at this time. Wow. Right? Which at its face value seems hell up like a practical way to track, you know, exposure to coronavirus. But it's also like, you know, and 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 this is I don't I don't want to say that this is like a conspiracy thing because everything seems to be painted as conspiracy nowadays, even if you're just like, you know, mm. just talking about any subject, like openly talking about something and criticizing something that the government's doing that doesn't necessarily have to be a, some big fucking conspiracy theory or whatever. But isn't that not an invasion of privacy like is that not yeah and like, like, like even a dramatic invasion of, like like not even just like a slight invasion of privacy like that's like that's that's like minority report level and, and that's where i see the conspiracy theorists haven't been on to something i mean think back to 9-11 and the usa patriot act that came out yeah. of that where suddenly the government had a whole lot of access to your your communications yeah. and it was just i mean nobody talks about it now but it's it's still there the patriot act is still very much law and yeah. it's it's you know the, the the public basically allows itself to be sheep out of what they're being told is necessity while the government needs access to all these things so we don't have planes flying into buildings again you yeah, know what i mean the nsa even the nsa stuff like uh, you yeah. know I don't know. I don't know how d- deep you've dug into that, but like a lot of that stuff was just flat out illegal. Like they weren't 
Like there, none of, there's no, there's no legislation. They, they made that stuff legal after the fact, right? Yes. So, so they made it, it was secret. They got caught. And instead of, you know, punishing the people that were doing something illegal, they passed legislation. Like, like a lot of people passed legislation. So like Nancy Pelosi specifically was, was one of the people, you know, she, she's getting a lot of good headlines, especially standing up to Trump at least over the last little bit. But like, you know, she, she was one of those people that okayed these, these NSA, um, invasions, mass invasions of privacy. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's very it's very interesting. I, I mean, you can you can de- dive deep down into that shit, but and and it's and it's no different than you know, like w- like a lot of people are willingly giving all of their location data over to Facebook, anyways. So like, isn't that unbelievable? Like every yeah. time, every time, at choice. least my phone for the most part says, well, you know. Uh, this app or this website would like to lo- use your location. I'm to the point, I'll be honest with you, unless I need my phone for maps, like if, I, if I'm if i going, so sometimes during the day in my job, I get, I get an address and I got to go there and I have no yeah, idea yeah. where it is. But for that, I turn my location on and then I immediately turn it off. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Now, see, the, here's the thing is, does that mean that uh, whoever's... You know, whoever would want to track where I've been going, when I turn my location off, does that mean you can't find me? Or does that simply mean that I don't... I, do you know what I'm saying? And that's like, am question. I, I, am no I still being Am I still being tracked even though my location is off? Can, they, can I still be tracked? I'd be curious to know that because that, that's something that really bothers me, actually. I don't like that notion at all. I'm not... Again, I'm not, like, super paranoid. I, I don't think the government's after me or some shit like that, but I don't... I really resent it. I, I don't like the fact that, you know, if my phone's in my pocket, somebody could possibly know where I am, where I've been, what I've done. Like Google Maps has a whole history thing there where mm-hmm. you can you can you can track where someone's been over the past week. Yeah. Oh, for you know the what past I mean? years or for the past. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I don't like that at all. Yeah. Well, you know, you're you were you come from got it from a different perspective, too, because like you existed in a world where <laughs> privacy was a real thing like yes. privacy was a, wasn't just like some abstract concept it was actually like like you could disappear you could you could go out for the day and go about your day and nobody would know who where you were until and, you came home and talked to them after it's like right. that doesn't like you know i mean even in the earliest stages of me growing up, like I don't know how much that existed. Even before smartphones, you still had a cell phone and you were expected to have one and you were always kind of checking in with people or people could check in yeah. with you. Like it, it was kind of like, you know, yeah. So, so it's really, it's, it's a complete culture shift for you that you've kind of lived through, which is do really you, interesting. Do you know anyone who does not have a cell phone? Um, yeah, for sure. But there are mostly just like people that, that, uh, that are like older, you know? Okay. Um, I don't yeah, think, like, I don't like think I personally know anyone who doesn't have one. Yeah. I, I envy that. I, I wanted to get a flip phone. I don't have, I don't have data on my phone anymore, which has been like a really helpful thing. It's, it hasn't really had that much of an impact because I've been home so much over the last little bit. Like mm. I canceled, I literally canceled my data cause I'm like, I want to spend less time on the internet. Um, and then, 
COVID happened. So like it didn't really, and then I'm at home and I got Wi-Fi all the time. So it doesn't matter. I, if um, I, if I know. could, I'd, I'd be on board with that. I'd love to go back to just having a flip phone. Like the only way to get a hold mm-hmm. of me is to add, no texting, no nothing. If you want to talk to me, you have to call me. And if I pick up, I pick up. And if I don't, I don't, we'll talk later. Like mm-hmm. I, I am all for that. I would, I would love to have that. The, yeah, I'm. I, see, the, the thing that drives me nuts about phones is that because everybody has them, they expect you like to always right. be available. available. Yeah, always. And like, I don't want to do that. So me like, like, I the, the one of the thing one of the things that drives me absolutely nuts is when like somebody texts you, and then it's like, hey, did you get this? Hey hello are you there it's like that shit drives me nuts it's like i'm living my life right now like i'm not i don't have any time like i leave me alone you know what i mean i got work to do like just because you're available right now and you need an answer immediately doesn't necessarily mean that i need to give you that answer immediately i've got other shit going on like leave me alone you know the the expectation that comes with our availability is overwhelming it's too much like i i'm i don't what 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 do you have you have an iphone right no, I just have some old ass uh, Samsung phone as well. Oh, you do. Okay. Does yours have yeah. the "Do Not Disturb" feature on it? Oh, I'm sure it does. I've never actually used it though. To be mine, mine honest. does. I use it, but I don't. I've always wondered. I got to get somebody to set, shoot me a text. Like, does when "Do Not Disturb" is on? Is it like the "Do Not Disturb" sign on the on your hotel door? Like, when somebody texts me, do they get a notification of some kind that my "Do Not Disturb" is on? Because if mm. they don't, th- if they don't, then it kind of defeats the purpose, does it not? Mm. Yeah, like I don't I, know. The reason I put that on is because I want people to know I, I don't want to be disturbed right now. <laughs> like it's on right now. I, I, I put it on usually. I just, my, you might have heard the notification that went off really early. Usually just before we start this, that's the first thing I do is put on do not disturb. So my phone isn't buzzing or beeping in the background. Yeah. Yeah, but, I the, the the do not disturb is a good move. I just have my phone on on uh, vibrate or whatever all the time, pretty much. Anyways, mm. um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of over it though. I'll be honest. Like I, <laughs> I, I don't, I I don't. It's just I mean, maybe it's just because I have more things to do in a day. But like uh, you know, well, I got an idea. Things, I, yeah. I, I got an idea for uh, if Mark is back with us tomorrow. I've got an idea. Mm-hmm. I know it, it's COVID Wednesday, so we usually talk about stuff like that. But I'm sure we could find a way to fit this in. And you've mentioned it before that you wanted to do um, an episode entirely devoted to conspiracy theories. And I don't think that we ever. I don't think we ever really did that. Like we've talked about them a few times, but I think it would be kind of cool for us to like maybe come with one, one that you believe in and one that like a flat earth where it's just like, Oh my I God, like there, that, there's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's an actual community of people out there who believe the earth is flat. I'm sure there's yeah. a few, I'm sure there's a few really weird ones. So I don't know if you want to have some fun with that for tomorrow. We'll see how Mark's feeling. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a good idea. I mean, it, well, usually we do, we do COVID I think right. tomorrow, but like, well, I mean, we'll see. Uh, that yeah, could, we could look I'd at it rather, I'd rather do like a conspiracy episode. I think, you know, at this point, um, there's, there's only so much like we're, we're you're covering United States politics when you're covering COVID now. So pretty much because we're, we, we've done a really, really good job of, of handling it. So, you know, yeah. why, why do, why do I have to fucking talk about the dumpster fire that is the United States anymore than I need to, <laughs> precisely. Um, All right. I'm yeah, right on. I love that. I love that. That's great. All right. Let's do it tomorrow then. If, if uh, Mark's back with us. 
Sounds and if he's good, not, buddy. If he's not back with us, we'll make a conspiracy theory about that. <laughs> sure. Mark's an alien. <laughs> he's a woman. Uh, okay, I'll uh, I'll see you tomorrow, buddy. All right, see you, man. All right. Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LaFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter.